Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Three. Hello, loves. Welcome back. I am so excited to talk about this next topic because I am beyond passionate about choosing wisely your forever mate. And we had somebody write in talking about them being a little bit nervous about cold feet, whether or not they should walk down the aisle. And so what we're talking to is the audience that are thinking about getting engaged, you know, possibly a proposal, proposing and things like that. So I have Connie with us today. I'm so excited. And we are going to talk about this topic that I know we've all heard many, many stories and we've also walked some of it ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good to be back. Um, I know that we're super excited to talk about this and make sure that everyone is, like Renee said, choosing wisely, but also has really good advice when they're going into a big decision of their life. Um, A lot of people take this decision, I would say, lightly and kind of forget how important it is. So we're here to guide you, tell you some tips, and like Renee said, walk through some of maybe our own experiences as well. Yeah, and I think so many times we all get so wrapped up in the excitement and the high and the feelings and the emotions and the passion and the fairy tale vision that all we have in our head is the present. <laughs> and we, oh, yes. And, well, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, and we, we kind of lose sight of what it will look like ever after that the movies and the and the you know Disney fairy tale princess whatever <laughs> movies don't show you of what life would look like with this person afterwards. Yeah, and when it comes to proposing, ever and especially women, I mean, we all of us, uh, a lot of us, think about that beautiful ring and what we want it to look like and what we want the proposal to look like. So whether that be at a certain destination, like just this vision, like when I said, you've seen from the movies, you've seen from other people, this vision that you have is so strong that you usually focus on that and forget about all the important things. So whether that's actually... well, of course it is, of what your future is going to look like in that person. It, I hate to say it, but it is so easy to say yes um, when it comes to engagements. I think every, I mean, you don't hear many people saying no. Oh, well, I don't think so anyway. <laughs> yeah. Or obviously those are the ones you don't hear about. If they say no, no one's advertising <laughs> That's true. That's true. But people are like tend to say yes. And then when you actually sit down, I mean, I know that I, there's so many people that we've spoken to and will, and it'll, they'll be like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if I should have said yes. And I think that's what we get stuck on that fairy tale that you forget to really see the importance of what someone is asking you and someone's asking you to spend forever with them or even on the gentleman side of things. They just think, oh, this is so perfect. It's so great. I've fallen madly in love. But they don't think about that future. They just automatically think, oh, I'm going ring shopping and I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person, not the actual logistics. And I know that that's why it is important. And I I say this every time and I don't mean for it to be a a shameless plug, but that is why it is important to work with a match 
matchmaker because we can talk about finances, talk about um, future expectations, about retirement, um, because so many people forget to talk about that before they get to the proposal or the engagement stage. And then they're living on that high of the excitement that they forget to ask all those questions. And they're so, so important when you're going to spend your forever with that someone. I totally agree. And I feel like this particular subject, we could probably talk two hours or more on because we have so many stories of people's hearts that are shared with us. And, you know, like I said, myself, even like Connie has obviously now is married and everything else. And, you know, I think that for so many times, and I always tell everybody, date somebody through all the seasons and not just yeah. that, but also get you know so many times people will be quick to break up or people will say oh you know this isn't going to work out for this reason because of this one thing you know it's really about you know relationships are about compromises and if you mm -hmm. aren't somebody that wants to compromise on anything that clearly you've learned in the past track record hasn't worked then you're better off being alone and not being in a relationship. The reason we choose, and again, the word choice is a choice, <laughs> to choose to yeah. be in a relationship, it's because you want to do life with somebody. Men and women are completely different in so many ways. They also complement each other in so many ways. And it's so important that you talk through a lot of the big topic conversations to make sure that you align into the future and not just in the present of the moment. And I think that there's a lot of times people are also quick to, you know, jump into a proposal or an engagement because they check all the boxes, right? Like they've mm -hmm. got this perfect image of this per person in mind and they don't really think about all of the life happenings that will unfold and how they get along when it comes to dealing with certain issues, the behavioral differences. I mean, we talk all the time about the personality differences, the love languages play a part into it of how you love and receive and give love. And so I think, you know, for our scenario, when we talk to a lot of our clients, I mean, some will just literally first introduction and I've had clients that then get a little gun shy like they're actually like, uh, did you actually, did you really just find me the love of my life? And they yes. don't really know what to do. And, you know, obviously, as Connie's saying, the advantage to working with a matchmaker is we are there on both sides. I mean, I just got off a, a call with somebody, uh, a client for, you know, a good hour and a half talking through a scenario of a situation that's come up between the two of them. And it's something that could be a game changer. One is maybe perceiving it differently than the other one. But the beauty of this is because we've matched them, we have, you know, the the underlining cryptic messaging <laughs> between the two of them to really figure out where the miss is that so many times people walk away or so many times people ignore because they're in such that puppy love that then surfaces down the road. Um, and I know Connie has worked with a lot of our clients as well when it comes to engagement of, you know, sometimes people are too quick and they don't really think through the proposal. Yeah. Right? I, I know. And that's, and I mean, it may sound silly that we're talking about this, but like we were saying, when it comes to proposals and engagement, everyone has this vision. So if, I mean, if anyone, if this is your first podcast, then you, 
well, then it's something new. But <laughs> if you've listened to us ever, ever speak before, then you know the how much we talk about communication. And it might sound ridiculous to some that you think, oh, I don't need to talk about how I want to be proposed to. But if that is something that is so important to you and you guys are going down that path, you better talk about it instead of being disappointed when it happens and it might not be what you envision. And people like will be like, oh, well, I didn't want to say anything. And I, you know, we, I mean, we've heard so many stories over the years, but um, people will be like, oh, well, I didn't think it was going to happen that way. Well, if you don't communicate, then, you know, it's really hard to have that vision in set. So I think that Although, yes, we're talking about also jumping the gun um, and being it, you know, either too fast or so this and this. And it's often females that have that envision, right, of what they want their proposal be, whether it be at the sunset. I don't know. It's a nice restaurant. Who knows? But it sounds silly, but we're here to remind you that if you guys are going to get proposed and you're both on the same wavelength of marriage, then talk about those little things because they can cause, like, big disruptions and especially or just disappointment and I don't think on anyone's side when it comes to that and it is an exciting part of your life right when that happens or when you know you know it's your forever of course it should be exciting so I think that when we do talk about this we're bringing it back to and I think every single podcast near enough comes back to bringing it back to this point is communication so also don't surprise someone out of the blue that you're going to propose to them if you guys have not talked about marriage guess what? They're going to be really shocked. And especially if it's in the early days. So I think, and we always say this, it's never too early to talk about what your envision looks like of marriage or, you know, if that's something that's on the cards for you. And especially if you're not working with a matchmaker. Um, I was actually just speaking to a friend about this. She was like, oh, I'm so confused. He, you know, he seemed really serious, but I talked about marriage and that's not on the plate for him. And I was like, wait, you know, what? tell me more. Like, what's going on? And you unless you talk about it you're not going to get an answer so she wasted some of her time dating this guy who unfortunately isn't looking for marriage right now in his life and that's one thing that we of course with working with a matchmaker we make sure everyone's on the same page we take on clients that are either only looking for a very long-term relationship or which is normally our older clients you know they might not be looking for maybe not be doing marriage again but um all of our clients do want you know to get either married or for that purpose but when you're dating outside of a matchmaker I don't think it's ever too soon to make them aware that you're not just you're dating with a purpose um because a lot of people nowadays don't and especially when you're on online dating sometimes people don't make that very clear of what they're dating for so I think it's never too early um and I think Renee would agree is that it's never too early to either talk about marriage of course don't scare them away saying you want to get married tomorrow but yeah it's not too early to make sure that you're on the same wavelength wavelength as that person and that's the same with what in a proposal looks like to you if you guys have been dating for a long time and it's start or however long and that looks like it's going to be kind of in that direction guys I don't think there's anything wrong with asking what that engagement looks like because if you get it wrong it's going to really be disappointing on I think everyone's side and most most men can read when a woman isn't excited about it 
Well, and I think you have all very valid and good points. And the reality I always say, just on the last thing you said, was is men are really simple, ladies. They are. They're really simple. And that's to mm-hmm. our advantage. Keep it simple. It's that kiss theory, right? Keep it simple for them. <laughs> Tell them exactly what it is you want. With enough of them knowing you, they will create it to be exactly what you want and more. Pay attention to the people that actually pay attention to you in detail. I mean, I always say devil's in the detail. Like one thing I prayed for my daughter is she's a detail-oriented person. Now I have a very detail-oriented person, which is great, but also challenging at times. I can't get anything by her, but she's paying attention to the things that I'm doing and people are doing so that she is socializing and getting along with people. It's the same thing when it comes to relationships. So you have to find somebody that pays enough attention to those details. And when people say, like, you're talking about your girlfriend right now, there's a perfect example. Like, if he's not interested in that, then that's a detail that's a miss. We say all all the time, obviously, as a Christian matchmaking company, too, that, you know, you have to date each person with intention for marriage. So putting that out there from the earlier on is not a bad thing to set the bar and the expectations where they are. It's not saying that I'm going to marry you tomorrow. Who knows when you first start dating. (laughs) But it's saying I am going to date with intention of marriage in mind, meaning I'm not going to date 45 different people at once and kind of play the field and see how it goes. It means I am going to want to date intentionally with marriage in mind you or whoever it is, you know, whatever, one person at a time. And so with that setting the scene right out of the gate, the people that are like, oh, well, I don't want that. I just want to play the field. I want to have fun. I want to do whatever. Well, okay, great. Well, then right there, swipe, <laughs> you know, whatever yes. they say it. Um, swipe yeah, left. And, and get get rid of them because you're not going to change their mind. So many times I hear this. Oh, well, what if they change their mind? Yes, they might, but you're also wasting your time. Your time is very precious and you should be using it wisely, especially when it comes to the dating world. Yes, and I think so, number one, that should be the, the first kind of point you make out from the very beginning that that is your intention, and if it's not your intention, then maybe you put that out there and say, you know what, I just got out of a terrible relationship, I'm starting to get my feet wet back out there and try. The reality of it is, is I am, I am right now dating to discover who I am, if that's your whole thing or whatever, to try to figure it out. But then you're not in the right Christian mind of an intentional relationship. And again, I am not here. We always say we are not pastors or preachers. We are not here to judge. Just think about that question also if somebody was to say that to you, how ready you are. Because the reality of what makes our magic work that is in all of God's power is when two people are truly ready for a relationship at the exact time that have all of the compatible tools that they need for a successful union going forward together. So when we talk about engagement, it's not something that should ever be taken lightly. There are people that get get engaged way too quick, and then there are people Mm -hmm. that are together way too long. Like we're talking (laughs) seven or eight or ten years, and they still haven't like, pulled you know the (laughs) they haven't popped the question 
Um, yeah. And so then those people are kind of like, well, I think they are. And I mean, I'm a victim of it. You know, I, I, I was in a relationship for seven and a half years. And then I was in that position where I had the biological clock kind of ticking towards my, you know, side that I was nervous about. It was kind of like, okay, for seven and a half years, like, are you going to, are we going to move forward or are we not? And then you have that like line in the sand. If not, then we need to move on. To, in my scenario, got to a point of, okay, well, I don't want to lose you, so I'll propose. But it was really for all the wrong reasons. And that was the marriage that I obviously didn't walk down the aisle to. And, and truly, it was because, thank God, which is the biggest reason why I do what I do today, to help save other people from being in those positions where you jump the gun too fast and you get engaged for all the wrong reasons, that thank God I went through intense premarital to really start discover not what we were, to discover what I wanted and needed in a marriage. And I can't tell you how many times, like in our, our um, courses that you know we teach and that we're preaching and we're working with couples and we're working with singles and obviously all of that, is it is definitely about you've got to know your own needs and wants and your desires and, and truly be able to articulate that to somebody else when it comes to a serious lifetime forever relationship. And I know if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s, you know, I'm sure that maybe you're thinking this is what I want, but you're also like, well, what do I know what I want? Because I'm in the future. But we all, we all, regardless what age you are, or maybe you're in your, you know, mid to 50s, 60s, and you're thinking, well, I know exactly what I want, but then you're too stuck in your way to think about compromising with somebody. And so Absolutely. I think the biggest, most important point when you start dating somebody start doing things like premarital I can't express this enough that I tell everybody if you want to be successful at a relationship read marriage books if you want to be forever single read single books how to be single that's great you're gonna be single forever (laughs) and so if we don't practice these tools to really understand the opposite sex and what life looks like and we don't do the preventative medicine right out of the gate you're going to set yourself up for failure because then when there's a problem that leads to the only other source you have is to go to counseling or therapy and at that point it's like almost too late so I tell we tell our couples all the time like we've matched you now we're going to stay in your life forever sorry but you're stuck with us forever in a great way (laughs) I always say that they're stuck with us right and it's a it's a great thing they're like family to us because we're like we're we want to be other than taking it to God and I was literally just telling a client this earlier today is I said the first step should always be pray about it your second conversation should be with your future mate or your mate. Your third conversation, if they're one of ours, is to call us. Yeah, and then the fourth absolutely. call or the third call, <laughs> if you didn't go through a matchmaker, is to call the professionals for help. Don't call your friends and family. Don't. Don't. And we yeah. love our friends and our family. But guess what? They're biased to one side. And when you have a particular person like a psychologist or or like we call ourselves obviously love coaches and somebody that's there, that's neutral, that's going to help guide both of you and listen to both sides of the story that both people feel confident and comfortable talking to, do it in the beginning before it's a problem because it's helping with understanding each other better They'll give you little tips, little guidance, little tools that you can utilize and apply forever going forward. And just like working out, 
We have to continuously work our muscles to train our frame to be what we want. We have to do the same thing mentally when it comes to communication like Connie was speaking on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that so many people will be like, oh, I don't need it yet. I don't need to go to pre-counseling yet. I think we're great for each other. There's no harm in doing so. There's no harm in doing those, uh, reading the relationship books. And there's so many things I mean. I think the power of social media is amazing in some ways. Of course, it's not in others. But um, the power of social media, there's so many people um, that you can follow on Instagram, on Facebook, on all these that like can be tips in um, relationships. I mean, I always look at them myself because I want to continue having a healthy, healthy, happy marriage. And I think that it's so important that you don't necessarily, you don't want to get to the point where you need it. You want to use your resources beforehand wisely and want to have them continuously to be able to get from that proposal to the marriage to a forever together. And I think that just the one thing we want to put across is that there's just never too much prep either when it comes to these things or never too much communication. Exactly. And I think that's why it's so important that when we talk about choosing wisely your forever mate, it's not something you take lightly. And, you know, I always say I wish we could talk for hours and hours and hours about, especially this topic, all topics, um, is that if you are curious on questions or where to turn or think, oh my gosh, how do I set myself up for maybe you're married now maybe you're about to be engaged maybe you're thinking like there are so many great questions that we would love to share with you that you should ask each other and they're fun they're playful they're meant to be enjoyable um, but they can also be used for the refreshment of a marriage that's been together for 20 years. I always love putting in a room a bunch of single people and a bunch of married, successful married couples because the successful married couples or even just married but trying to become stronger, look at the singles of how they start dating and remind themselves of what it was like when they were excitedly fun and courting and then I also love to put my singles in the same room because then they have that hope of seeing themselves surrounded by healthy marriages because what we surround ourselves with is what also fuels us to have a healthy marriage and relationships. So if you have people out there that are in bad, toxic relationships around you, then distance yourself. Try to help, but at the end of the day, that's not fueling you to be in the best marriage or relationship going forward that you desire. So... I. Could not agree more. <laughs> so with that said, we hope we hear from you. I always hate how fast this time goes by, but we are going to love and leave you and continue to write in so that we can definitely keep having these talks. Absolutely. And as we always say, any suggestions that anyone wants us to talk about send us in um and also new profiles and if you're single but not quite ready to become a client yet we have a online complimentary um and when i say online it's just for our eyes <laughs> uh, database that you can put yourself on so we can keep you in mind for matches <laughs> and if you are trying to figure out if you're with the one or not we would love to chat with you to help guide you in the right direction because my entire mission is is getting people into the right relationships so we have more healthy marriages surrounding our world and community <laughs> so have a blessed one and we will chat more soon Bye. 
It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.